Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Azrin here, owner of the Calgary Language Nerds, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today I want to tell you why you struggle with listening comprehension, or at least one reason as to why you might struggle with it. Earlier today, I was teaching a Spanish student. She had an intermediate level, and we were focusing in our class, we were focusing on working on her listening comprehension, on improving it. So the activity we were doing was we were listening to, or rather watching, a video on YouTube that was at an intermediate level. There came a point where we heard a word where the last two letters were O-N, but the student did not hear the letter N. She thought the word ended with the letter O. And no matter how many times I played the video, no matter how many times she listened, she kept thinking the word ended with an O and she couldn't hear the letter N for the life of her. Why does that happen? Well, this happens because when you're learning a language, there are going to be sounds in that language that don't exist in your, well, in any language that you speak. When you encounter a sound in a language that doesn't exist in a language you already speak, it is quite possible you will not even hear that sound. You won't even hear it. Your brain will tune it out. Or if it doesn't tune it out, you might hear it but it sounds muffled. You can't identify it. And so one reason why you might struggle with listening comprehension is that you haven't trained your ears. You haven't trained your ears to hear all the sounds in the language that you are trying to learn. So in this case with this particular student, my student didn't know that when in Spanish, when there's a word that ends with the letter N in many countries, the N changes sounds it actually isn't pronounced as a typical N. So a word like televisión, televisión means television. Instead of being pronounced televisión, it'll be pronounced televisión. It's kind of in the back of the mouth. It's a different sound. She hadn't trained her ears to hear that sound. And as a result, when we heard a word that had an N at the end of the word, she literally didn't hear the letter N. She couldn't even hear it. So this might be happening to you. You might not have sufficiently trained your ears, tuned your ears to the alphabet or to the sounds of the language that you are trying to learn. So how do you do this? Well, I'll give you a couple of different options. I think number one, a great place to start is the alphabet. Do you know how to pronounce every letter? Do you know how to pronounce it? And can you hear it? If someone says a specific letter or sound, so it could be a single letter or it could just be a single sound, we'll get there in a second, a single letter or a single sound in your target language, can you recognize all of them? Can you hear it and be like, oh yeah, I know what sound that is. Yeah, 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 I hear it clearly. I know what it is. So one, and maybe you can, maybe you can't. One place to start with that is to just literally look at the alphabet and look at the sounds that each letter makes. The other thing you might want to do is look at any letter combinations. Are you familiar with what letter combinations exist in your target language? For example, in English, an S and an H together make a sh. They make a sh sound. That's an S and an H. That is two letters that are two. Those are two letters but one sound. S-H are two letters, S and H, but the sound is sh. It's one sound only, even though it's two letters. So when if, the, if your language has letter combinations that make a single sound, 
Can you hear those new sounds? Can you actually hear it and identify it? The third thing you'll want to try is if you search on YouTube or Google, minimal pair training for your language. Minimal pair training French, minimal pair training English, minimal pair training Spanish, minimal pair training whatever. What that's going to do is it's going to give you two very similar, two words that are one sound apart. They're the same word, but one sound is different. So an example of this in French might be a word like vu and vous. Vu and vous to an English speaker that doesn't speak any French, those two words likely sound the same, or at least they sound really similar and you can't really identify what the difference is. So through, through a process called minimal pair training, you can actually train your ears to clearly hear the difference, for example, between the sounds U and OU in French. And that will therefore actually help you in your listening comprehension and indirectly help you for your pronunciation as well. Often when you can hear a sound, you can, it helps you to pronounce the sound. It's not always a direct correlation, but it often is helpful. So that's another option you can look into. In fact, one thing I'd recommend if it's offered for your language is if you go into Google and you search pronunciation trainer, fluent forever, search those words, pronunciation trainer, fluent forever. Fluent forever is a company. They've made these pronunciation trainers that rely heavily upon uh, minimal pair training. I just bought one myself a couple of days ago and it's really good. I find it very helpful to learn unfamiliar sounds in unfamiliar languages. It's offered for quite a variety of languages. You can go check it out, see if it's see if they offer one for your language. It was like $12, not that expensive. The only thing I, I warn you about, and maybe I just had a bad experience, who knows? Maybe I was unlucky, but I don't know. This is my experience. It was a pain in the butt to get the pronunciation trainer set up. It was a pain in the butt because um, I bought the trainer. It gave me a download link, but the download link didn't work. Then I contacted support. They sent me a new link. I tried on my phone because I want the trainer on my phone downloaded, not on my computer. It wouldn't work on my phone. I clicked it on my computer. It didn't work on the computer. I had to then copy and paste the link onto my computer. Like I couldn't just click it. I had to copy paste the link. Then the link worked. It downloaded on my computer, which was great, but I didn't have Anki, which is a flashcard app, downloaded on my computer. So then I had to go download Anki on my computer. Then I could open the download link. Then I had to sync Anki on my computer with Anki on my phone. Then I can finally use the pronunciation trainer on my phone. So it was just a, it was just a it took me like three days to get it set up between the messaging, the contact, contacting support, trying to download it on my phone, trying to get it work on the computer. Then I had to download Anki. Then I had to sync. So it was a process to get it set up, but it it is very very good. It just took a little bit long, a little bit of a long time to get it all set up. So. Again, maybe I just had a bad experience. Maybe it's I just got unlucky, but that was my experience when I bought it. But still, nevertheless, it was well worth the $12. Okay? Um, yeah. Do I want to say anything else on this podcast? Um, I think that's a... How long has it been going on for? Seven minutes and 36 seconds. Let's go a little bit longer. Let's do a little bit more on the podcast. So on the note of uh, pronunciation trainer. So the pronunciation trainer... Uh, uses Anki. Now, Anki is a flashcard app. It's spelled A-N-K-I. A lot of you have probably heard of it. 
Now, I've got to say something. This is really cool. I, I've never said something like this before, and I've only just started to experience this, and it's a really cool experience. Um, I think that to learn your first, what, like, like your first couple hundred words, two, three, four, five hundred words, I think Anki is actually a very good approach to do that. I've never tried that before. I've never gotten Anki and just tried to use Anki to go learn like 100, 200, 300, 400 words like within like a month or two or something like that. But actually, I started to do it a couple days ago for a brand new language that I don't speak at all whatsoever. Brand new language. I got the pronunciation trainers, right? From Gabriel Wina's website, from the Fluent Forever company. And uh, I'm starting to just literally no grammar, no nothing, just focusing on vocabulary. And it's so crazy that I'm able to actually remember words pretty quickly. And I was like, huh, to go learn like two, three, four hundred words, like this might be very possible. Now, I might change my mind after I keep using the app a little longer, but literally for your first couple hundred words or so, doing it through flashcards on Anki, for example, it may not be a very bad idea. It might be a very good idea, actually. Now, can you do that forever and go learn thousands of words? I honestly don't know. Maybe yes, maybe not. My, my, my gut says no, but for the first couple hundred, yeah, seems to be working so far for me. Seems to be working. One of the most important things for flashcards is to put a picture on the front and the back and make the picture as memorable as possible. So if it's a vacuum cleaner, you know, you want a picture on the, of a vacuum cleaner on the front and the back of the card. That's the number one most important thing when making flashcards. Not only text, also put pictures. All right. I think that's a good place to wrap this podcast up. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your day and we will talk later. Bye for now. See you.